All right. Welcome to another episode of the Twos and Tales podcast. I'm your host, Jay, and uh, this is what episode three. <laughs> Still going. Uh, if you listened to last week's episode, thank you. Um, as always, if you're new to the podcast, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If it was an accident, you didn't do it on purpose and you clicked, I don't care. I'll take it. Thank you for being here. Um, yeah, man. Thank you for checking out last week's episode. Uh, I just want to like say one thing, you know, I was, I was talking to a friend yesterday, actually, and, you know, I'm trying to do the podcast thing and trying to get it going. And I don't know, man, we we're just talking. And I think the podcast, I love it, but I'll never not be me for it. That makes sense. You know what I mean? I'll never become a gimmick or, you know, try to be a certain character to get views or try and go viral or all that shit. This podcast is literally I'm doing it because I love it. Um, You know, it's I enjoy doing it. I enjoy having talking to people, having them share their stories. And we talk about the songs, about the stories. That's the fun part for me the whole marketing it and trying to get views and trying to get listeners. Like I'll do what I can, but I'm, I'll never try to be outside myself to promote it. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not to anything or it's nothing happened. It's just something I want to share. Cause I think like these days, you know, all these, there's so many podcasts, you know, it's oversaturated. There's so many and so many options, so many things you can listen to. So, you know, getting listeners and having retention, is it's hard it's very important and you know it's just a part of it but i also think as a podcaster as somebody putting yourself out there putting your work out there you have to be true to your audience and more importantly and most most importantly true to you so i i don't plan on being a character i don't plan on you know i'll be me if, if I'm goofy one episode, fine. If I'm not, fine. But I'll never come on here say some shit just to get listeners or to go viral. That ain't me. That ain't me. All right. So I felt like getting that off my chest. I don't know. Um, on today's episode, actually, before we get into today's episode, as usual, let's do the notes. So if you're listening or watching and you want to, you know, support the podcast, give us a follow, give us a share or whatever. I just want to support on social media you can find us on instagram and tiktok at uh tunes and tales pod you can find us on twitter or x whatever fuck you call that shit at uh tunes and tail you'll see it down there uh facebook it's the tunes and tales podcast what else we got if you want to listen to the podcast if you're watching and you want to you know listen to it we're on all the podcast platforms spotify apple Podcasts, uh what's the other ones you know outbox or outcast whatever the fuck that shit's called google Podcasts, amazon music all the platforms were on there if you also listen to the episodes and you want to be on the podcast share your story share your song you can just send us an email at choosingtalespod at gmail.com and we'll talk cool 
All right, so let's get into this week's episode. This week's episode is a friend of mine. Her name is Rose. She is half of the Olivier and Rose podcast that might make a comeback. Fingers crossed. Who knows? Um, she's a good friend. And today we talk about her during her teenage years and her being 16 with one of our favorite bands. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast, Rose. Just go back to listen to it. There's nothing there. There's absolutely nothing there. <laughs> All right. So thanks for coming on again. I keep saying that. Of course. Um, how are you? How you been? How's Good. it going? You know, Good. same old, same old. Good. Still in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> but you're running shit now, right? Yeah. There you go. See? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, your episode is going to be about essentially correct me if i'm wrong when you were 16 correct mm-hmm. all right so tell me what was 16 year old rose like well you know pretty much the same i haven't grown much same height and everything but <laughs> we it was like the summer before my senior year in high school so i mm-hmm. was like this was top tier teenage rose because seniors in high school we were going to be the best right and <laughs> I had a crush on this guy that mm-hmm. I was worried about dating because I wasn't worried. I was worried about what our friends were going to think. So, you know, isn't that, all wait, like, I mean, cut, wait, stop. isn't that the funniest shit? Like when you think back, like what your friends think, yeah. it's like, so, <laughs> it's like, who gives a shit? But yeah, yeah I was ahead. like so worried that they were, I don't know. It was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you're 16 and you're like crushing on someone, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And me and my friend were peak all-time low fangirls at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, read fan fiction about all-time low level of all-time low fangirl. <laughs> so we, like, took this day off to buy this album in advance. Uh-huh. Like, we planned it. And so now every time I listen to the song we're going to talk about, but also the album as a whole, mm-hmm. it's, like, peak high school, summertime, rose. Okay. So let's let's talk about. Do you remember like, what's the album called? First of all, please. It is called Nothing Personal. Nothing Personal. Or do you remember the day you went to get it? Like, yeah, we. This is just so like early two thousands teenage stuff. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. We took the day off from our job so that we could drive to the Hyannis Mall to go get this album. I'm pretty sure we bought it at like an Fye because. <laughs> those still existed and it was like the cd yeah we went to like go get the cd like who (laughs) and then we went and had all the windows down in her car which had a different color hood than the rest of the car because we had Mm -hmm. gotten to an accident early in the summer as all teenagers do (laughs) and we literally just drove around and listened to the cd over and over and over again and like went to the beach and just sat in the car and listened to it so now regardless of like weather like that's Uh my it'll be gross and snowy here and i'm like i'm gonna listen to this because it's gonna take (laughs) me back to like 
warm weather. Oh, that's so funny. That's that's um Fifty Cent's first album, Get Rich or Die Trying. That's it for Ugh. me. I don't. It could legit be like a fucking bar mitzvah. I don't know. Like why would why would I be at a bar mitzvah? Fifty Cent, Get Get Rich or Die uh, Trying. The first CD I ever like burned onto like physical CD that I had to burn uh-huh. onto my iPod Nano, okay. which was oh, pink. Fucking iPod Nanos. <laughs> the like fat ones too, <laughs> yeah. like the little fat ones. Yeah. Um, was fifties suit or Nelly's suit and sweat. <laughs> Those were the first two CDs I put on my iPod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's hilarious. Man. All right, so all time low. Mm-hmm. where if you can remember where does where where does your fandom start why why is this like a crush on a band member like yeah do you remember when uh like early early tumblr and early myspace were a thing Vaguely, and you got to yeah. pick like the song that you could put on your myspace page so i feel like it <laughs> I just discovered a song by them mm-hmm. and was like, oh, this is good. And then got overly obsessed with it. And like, we were in that age where every, every YouTube video was just like edits of media that the band had put out at some point. Uh-huh. So we got like weirdly obsessed with them. And then we went to so many music festivals and concerts, uh-huh. like just because they were going to be there. We went to multiple warp tours we went to this thing called bamboozled like specifically just to see to see them and i really don't know where it started except for the fact that like probably a myspace song all right so what's what other bands would you say is close to all-time low for you Ooh, um all some early 2000s pop punk um all-time low boys like girls the boys summer like set girls. the main I've heard like, of the main, not never. I don't think I've ever heard a song. We the Kings was big. Kings, yeah. I was a big We the Kings girl. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, that's so. So for the all time, the whole all time low, I guess fandom. Was there any mm-hmm. like dressing different? I'm trying to. Uh, or was it like the same fashion? I don't know. Kind of like there's always think like early paramore everyone was wearing like those studded like oh, no. and the Get checkered the- belts like the checkered vans were super in at warp tour like it was the vans <laughs> warp tour right <laughs> like that's i guess it's kind of it was less all-time low but more like that pop punk mm-hmm. fandom mm-hmm. if i could have i would have dyed my hair i shopped a lot at hot topic a lot so you're like full in the damn culture oh yeah so when did you like <laughs> so i'm trying to picture it so i'm like keep laughing so when do you like transition out was like college did you bring it to college with you like yeah i i did bring it to college with me and they honestly i think what happened is they weren't making albums as frequently mm-hmm. and they like so i just kind of got into other types of music they're always my go back to like you could pull out any pop punk song or something that sounds similar and I'd be like, Yes, this is this is my home. This is where right. I am now. <laughs> but all the like I just feel like in college I got into a lot of different kinds of music because that like early two thousands pop punk was on a decline. Fall Out Boy and Paramore weren't making as many albums, like Panic at the Disco Fucking wasn't. 
but now they're all coming back. I mean, not Panic, Brendan's done, but like yeah. Paramore just had their new album. Fall Out Boy just came out with a new album. All Time Low just came out with a new album. Mm-hmm. So it's back, y- baby. Y- you said, uh, you said Fall Out Boy. You remind me. So I was never like, put it this way, I wasn't like a super fan. Mm-hmm. But I remember they had like I can't remember because they they like had weird ass name for songs. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And they had this music video, like, I think it was, like, Child Soldiers and, like, I'm assuming Africa. It's, like, some kids running in bushes and shooting guns and shit. <laughs> and the, <laughs> the song was awesome, but it, to me, it had nothing to do. You're like, what is, what, what is this? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> but because of that video, I watched it so, like, I was generally so puzzled trying to figure out, like, how the song goes with the video that I I literally got obsessed with the song. So I used to listen to it, like, every, and it'd be, like, my one pop song i listened mm-hmm. to you know in in the privacy of my home because <laughs> yeah <laughs> i got an image in these streets to uphold <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah i remember that fallout boys yeah all right so away from the music side uh the all-time low fandom side what was 16 year old rose like um obnoxious and loud um i really let people kind of know what i think which i feel like is different from who i am now (laughs) say what you feel when you feel it type (laughs) yeah i was like ready to rebel you know all-time low fandom was the same time as uh all those books that were Mm -hmm. like dystopian fight against everything so 16 year old rose that was listening to pop punk and reading that kind of stuff that fandom was just like that's a lethal match, a lethal combination. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh, sixteen you... year old girls just <laughs> <laughs> fucking let loose. <laughs> All right. So what was what was your high school like? Like your high school experience during those um, years? Um I feel like it not unique, but mm-hmm. maybe just because I watch too many movies, but there's I feel like everyone in high school that I know who didn't go to my school went mm-hmm. to giant schools like one of my friends her graduating class was like 450 kids whoa i was like that's my entire high school that's so funny like my graduating class was 90 i think like 95 including the kids who didn't walk at graduation right. so there was no like clicks or like i was in theater but then i also did cheerleading and like mm. people in theater and choir were also on the hockey team which i feel like is a weird right it's like, like weird mix blend. when you think yeah. about it but the yeah. school was so small that like basically if you if we didn't cross over there wouldn't be enough kids to do anything <laughs> right right um but no i high school is good i feel like i peaked in high school honestly i was <laughs> so cool <laughs> <laughs> you feel why the hell do you feel like you peaked in high school i don't know I just like because I think high school you know when you just build things up in your mind I feel like Mm -hmm. I built college up in my mind that it was going to be like this crazy cool experience Mm -hmm. and I built high school up the same way and high school was that and college was not what college did you go to uh Bridgewater State Bridgewater State and so how was your college years compared to your high school it was weird my first my first year in college actually I went to school out in Colorado Mm-hmm. and I lived with my sister in like a sweet apartment which was awesome mm-hmm. but I was going to a community college because I wanted to get state tuition and everyone there was way older than me and they were like oh you're 18 
that's weird. It's like, yeah, 18 and like it's in not, college? I'm a freshman in college. <laughs> right. I kind of just like, it's kind of expected, uh, right. but it's because I was going to a community college. So a lot of the people there were in either their like later twenties or early thirties. Cause they were people who were like coming back for a second degree. Cause it was like a big commuter school. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my freshman year, I didn't really get like that college experience. I didn't really like make any friends because there was really no one for me to hang out with. And then I came back to Mass and got into Bridgewater and did get all that like dorm life and all that fun stuff. But we were a dry campus and that was not fun. I spent all my time at my boyfriend's college. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to Framingham State. Pretty Mm -hmm. much the same fucking just the only difference is it's sitting on top of a hill. So from every fucking angle you approach the school you have to go up a hill Ugh. and of course they put all the parking lots at the bottom of these fucking hills but yeah it was a dry campus too and it was just pretty much the same for me so i really don't i have good memories i had one year where my cousin was my roommate on campus mm-hmm. so that was cool but compared to my high school years i feel like we might be on the same page it's just I have so much more fond fonder memories of high school yeah. than, um, than college. So that makes sense. Which I think is funny because like other than my husband, I don't mm-hmm. really have a lot of my friends from high school, mm-hmm. but all of my friends from college are still my friends. So I think it's funny that like. It's probably because you guys did some shameful shit in high school. <laughs> <laughs> so I will yeah. never speak to you ever. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. But all right. So. Apart from school, how was Rose, 16-year-old Rose, like, at home? So if, if you spoke to your mom or dad today, what would they say you were like? Um, Same thing? I feel like my mom... <laughs> so I lived with my dad. My parents are divorced. They, like, always have been. When I moved to Mass, I moved in with my dad. So it was the first time I, like, wasn't living with my mom. So she became, like, the fun parent. Mm. So especially when I was 16 and I was like going out with friends, like I would call my mom and be like, Hey, dad thinks I'm staying with you tonight. If he calls you, you tell him that. And she'd be like, okay. And I'd go and stay at my friend's house. And then like one time they ran into each other at a Dunkin' Donuts. And my dad was like, where's Rose? Like, I've been trying to call her. And my mom was like, oh, uh, I had to drop her off at work. Like, she's going to do. And my mom called me and was like, you need to call your dad right now. I just lied to him. (laughs) Mom with the (laughs) alley-oop. So I feel like my mom would say that I was a troublemaker and that, like, I got into a lot of stuff. And my dad would say that I was, like, a pretty good teenager. Because he had Like, I went to school. I, like, did my work. On the weekends, I hung out with my friends and I just came home. And, like, that was it. So does he does he have any idea like that your mom used to cover for you? Oh that yeah, he knows now. Oh yeah, we've talked about it. And I used to like my house w- that I lived in with my dad was like mm-hmm. the party house. I always threw parties, mm-hmm. and my dad would just be upstairs asleep, and we would just be like, "Okay, everyone, be like kind of quiet for <laughs> twenty minutes until he falls asleep, and then we'll be good." Um, <laughs> And when I got older, when I was in college, I was like, you know, like, what did you think that like 25 teenagers were doing in your basement? Uh Like, he's like, I don't know. We had a pool table down there. I think you guys were like playing pool. And I was like, we weren't. We weren't, Dad. (laughs) We we were playing something with the pool table that involved all the red cups you bought me. But um, 
so no even like my dad even then was like yeah well i that's just what teenagers do so i don't know if he knew and just pretended but i think if i asked my mom she'd say i was a troublemaker and my dad would say that i was a sweet baby angel as it should be yeah exactly as it should be what about your sister oh she was trouble oh really she my sister at 16 was a troublemaker she got in trouble all the time and i learned how to hide better because of it i feel like so so i'm the first child and i feel like that's exactly what happens all the time the the siblings afterwards they they see our fuck-ups they see the older ones fuck-ups and they're like all right making a note of that (laughs) don't do that don't say that yeah i was actually my sister was visiting not too long ago and we were talking about like I was like, do you remember this certain shirt that you had that dad wouldn't let you wear out? And she was like, oh, yeah. And I would just go put on a sweatshirt and then be like, bye, dad, and leave. And I was like, yep, I stole that shirt after you left for college. And dad used to not let me wear it out of the house. And I do the same thing. It's literally like a ritual. It's so funny. It really is a ritual. So would you say um, today, I mean, it's pretty obvious. You guys have a great relationship. Like yeah. you and your sister, I should say. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had a, like a typical sister's relationship. We shared a room for basically our entire childhood. So we hated each other mm. um, pretty much until she moved out. And now we're like best friends. Oh, that's awesome. We trauma bonded. So <laughs> like we just being, we we're five years apart. We always shared a room. When I got older, when I was like 16, 17, and I had my own room, I was like, man, I could not imagine sharing this bedroom mm-hmm. with an 11 year old. I would want to die. Drive yourself nuts. Drive yourself so, nuts. <laughs> like, basically, until my sister went to college, we had a good relationship, but like, we weren't best friends. We avoided each other when we could because we would get into fights. And then she moved mm-hmm. out, and we were like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, at what point did you realize like you missed her? Um, probably within like the first six months or when she was gone, when I would like try, it's always nice to have a sibling to like double check you're crazy where Mm -hmm. I feel like we do this now. One of our parents will say something to us and she'll call me and be like, Hey, dad just said this to me. And like, I'm not insane. Right. But that's not what happened. Right. Right. And when you're a kid and you have like no one in the house with you to do that after having someone in the house with you the whole time, Mm -hmm. I very quickly was like, man, it would be really nice if somebody else could see this and make sure that this isn't me. That's the right. You're not not the crazy one. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I just do that. So I'm that person for both my sisters. So they pretty much had to deal with my mom because my mom is like, she's an immigrant. And then, you know, she's like overprotective and, blah 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 so like i had to deal with the the overprotectiveness at first because you know i'm and i'm the only son so forget it like yeah i'm like it's just every fucking second of the day where are you like where are you going blah 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 so i had to deal with that and take it so they had freedom (laughs) coming up so you know i'm the one they go to all the time like mom said this or blah 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 and i'm like do this or she's just blah, 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 and, you know, <laughs> yes. like I just I know it. it's like a book to me <laughs> so but yeah all right so sticking to the 16 year old Rose yes what would you say the most embarrassing moment or moments you can share more <laughs> as in your keep it out of 16 in your teen years we can do that teen years most embarrassing mm-hmm. moment I feel like it probably high school yeah yeah 
And I, I feel like it was probably something that happened in theater because we just like ran around a lot. I feel like nobody watched us. Mm-hmm. I was not doing shows. I was a stage manager to the shock of no one because I wanted to be in charge of things. Um, I run shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, oh, you're two years older than me, but you're in the show. That doesn't matter. I'm stage manager. You have to listen to what I say. Um, so one time we were like just running around the stage doing whatever, um, being teenagers. And I fell off the stage into the pit because like the part of the stage that you can put over the pit had been taken out. And I didn't know that. Um, I was not hurt. I was fine. Uh, because I kind of caught myself, but it was in front of like, everyone there was probably oh, like no. 30 people because it was everyone in the show yeah and i was just like well, i'm gonna go die in a corner now you and then stay I, down there a little longer a little bit like when you just have to <laughs> contemplate your life like you're like okay well i'm this is it for me yeah so when you when you did theater did you have any like i know you said you didn't you weren't in the shows but did you just do it because you wanted to be in charge or like do you have like hey i want to be an actor or uh, I really like theater. I always mm-hmm. have. Um, there's this thing on Cape. I think they changed the name, but it used to be called Harwich Junior Theater. And it's like meant for little, little kids. Mm-hmm. And you can either like be in the shows or be backstage. And I never wanted to be in front of people. I wanted to be backstage. So I got into it really young. So when I was in high school and it was like just something I could do. Right. Um, that all my friends were doing and that everyone did. It was really nice to like be in there. We always did a musical a year and then like a spring show. Mm-hmm. And if you were on in the stage crew on the last night of the musical, you got to be in the show. You got to choose a scene and choose a costume and go out and just like be in the background. All right. So it's always fun. That's good. And then um, so were you friends with anybody else, like close friends, anybody else on stage like that performed? Yeah, um, my best friend, actually, I was stage manager and she was always in the plays or in the musicals. And my husband, Connor, was also in the musicals. And his best friend, Carl. That's how long you've known Connor? Oh, yeah. The boy that I had a crush on was Connor. Connor. Get the fuck out. Connor. (laughs) So, wait. So, why, if you want, why did you feel, why were you apprehensive at first? To um essentially the, my first my first love my first boyfriend who like mm-hmm. broke my heart the summer before this mm-hmm. was one of connor's really good friends mm-hmm. because as i said it is a small school um so we were all like in the same friend group and apparently connor told me later that he had a crush on me the whole time that i was dating his friend so he's worse than i am <laughs> we he's worse no, than i am <laughs> Like, I was worried that I didn't want to, like, ruin his friendship with that guy. And that guy was such a dick that mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to be like, well, um, we can't hang out with him anymore also right, because he was right. terrible. And because my friends hated that other guy, I was apprehensive to bring someone mm-hmm. from that same friend group and be like, by the way, it's this one now. So, so so what was the thing that made because obviously you guys are married now so what yeah. was it that made you say fuck it <laughs> like, um, we're dated. 
literally up until our first date, I tried to make our friend Cam come on our first date with us. Connor asked me out to dinner and I said yes. And then I panicked and I was like, you guys come because if you guys come, it won't be a date. And it doesn't like, count. We won't have to worry about it. <laughs> and our my friend Cam was like, no, I'm not going to do that to him. He really likes you. Like, what if you guys go out to dinner and then we all go back to your house after? And I was like, yeah, okay, that'll work. That'll work. Then it's like a cool, just like, hang, it's fine. It's casual. Yeah. Um, and then we all went back to my house and then me and Connor kissed and that was pretty much it. And the rest is history. And the rest, is history. the rest is history. That's <laughs> awesome. All right. So before we get into the song you want, yes. we want to talk about, what, I guess just to move off, what, looking back, what advice would you give 16-year-old Rose? Um, I would tell her to not worry about school as much um I feel like I gave myself a lot of anxiety as a kid worried about like getting straight A's when in reality I could have probably had a lot less stress and gotten B's and everything would have been fine (laughs) you'd have worked out fine um (laughs) and I would probably tell her to honestly not go to Colorado that first year in college I would tell her to just stay in mass because as previously stated, the guy who broke up with me before kind of made my decision for me to go to Colorado because so I was like, was... oh, I don't want to be. That was when we were all applying for colleges and I applied for all Colorado colleges. So you're like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. And then wow. me and Connor started dating and I was like, nope, this is my decision. Like, I'm going to leave. Yeah. If it works out, it works out. Right. So I, I would tell her not to leave. That's good. And buy Bitcoin. Yeah, and by the <laughs> All right, cool. So you ready to get into your song? Yes. I'm Rose and my song is Weightless by All Time Low. Manage me, I'm a mess.
right. So essentially, the question I ask everybody is: first question I ask is why "Waitlist" by All Time Low. Um, there's one of the lines in the chorus is maybe it's not my weekend, but it's gonna be my year. Which, again, as we've been talking about when I was younger and was like, even if my weekend was bad, I was like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if this weekend sucks because it's gonna be my year. Have I been saying that every weekend since like 2016, no, 2009 when this song came out? Yes. But listen, it's a positive light. Um, it's like your daily affirmation, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. Like if this weekend doesn't turn out that great, I can be like, that's okay. Maybe it's not my weekend, but it, it's go- it's going to be my year. Throw on some waitlist and reset, baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's awesome. Exactly. It's also like a very, yes, it's a pop, like a pop song, but it's mm-hmm. very like fast and like high energy, which is what I need. If I want a good cry, I'm going to go listen to a sad song. Mm-hmm. But if I want to like be out in the sun and happy and like i need a high energy song yeah so so are you the type of person that doesn't like being down well nobody likes being down but like do you like because you know like for me personally if i'm having a you know a depressing day or just a down moment i give myself like i don't know four hours i'm like all right or the day i'm like all right you got 24 hours fucking stay in bed sleep whatever and then no excuses. I'm that type of yeah. person. Would you say you're that or you're just like, put on weightless. Fuck this. <laughs> I feel like I'm both. Like there's some days where I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to wallow in this. I'm going to give me this time. Exactly. Like you said. And just yeah. like, and then there's some times where I'm like, you know what? No, yeah. fuck this. I'm just going to go <laughs> put on some hyped up song and like turn my day around and pretend that everything is fine. Right, right, right. <laughs> sometimes you all need that delusion i feel like right yeah yeah exactly yeah all right so weightless <clears throat> what album is it on again remind me nothing personal nothing personal what other songs on the album would you say are your favorites oh my god what's he what even Put you on the spot on i know god <laughs> hold on i'll tell you in a second <laughs> i don't even need to play them i just need to read the name of the songs because i can think of another one but i know it's not on that album what is it um it's actually one of their newer ones and it's just called everything is fine it made me think of it because of the maybe it's not my weekend but it's going to be my year Mm -hmm. but it's everything is fine and nothing matters that's one of the ones Mm -hmm. that i'm like Mm -hmm. you actually you're leading to my next question so i'll just ask it um does their newer music give you the same feeling or like the same i guess connection to their music you had with it hadn't for Mm -hmm. a while but they just came out with a new album like a couple months ago and i've been cranking it like every single time i'm like yes this is this is all like old school all all time low this is what i wanted out of this like (laughs) so what was different so you said the music in between the new album and the nothing's personal album mm-hmm. what was the difference that you didn't feel i feel like, like they were not good music or no it's good it's just i feel like they were trying to be a different vibe almost mm. like okay. like i said that pop punk time kind of like went down and now it's mm. back so now their new album sounds like their old stuff because that is like in and hip again and they're trying to do that sound got it 
Yeah, so I feel like they tried to switch it up and like stay current in their albums in between, which they did, but it just didn't hit the same. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I get it. All Um, right, so the songs. Yes. Another one is called Damned If I Do Ya, Damned If I Don't. That one (laughs) is really good. Um, And Stella was a song that sounds like it's about a girl, but it's about Stella the Beer. And little 16-year-old Rose loved that. Yeah. Like, exclusively drank Stella because I was like, oh, well, all time low saying about Stella. So it must be a good beer. Okay, I have no clue. What the hell is Stella the beer? Like, Stella, no, the beer. Oh, the beer Stella. Like, the brand. Oh. Yes, the brand Stella. they made a song about Yeah, and it's just, like, a song about, like, staying out late with the girl and, like, how she like how she affects you and it's actually just about drinking beer <laughs> so it's funny so do you know the um he's an r&b artist d'angelo i feel like it's... so he's not like he's almost like a frank ocean type where he just rarely puts like he'll drop an album and mm-hmm. disappear for years so in one of his i think he has one album i think it's called voodoo child or something like that i can't remember the name of the song no, the song's called Brown Sugar, right? But if you listen to the song, this man is 100% talking about doing cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like... You're like, um, It's the sir. best. Because it's like, the song is catchy, and it's at the end where he says, like, uh, says to one of his friends, like, can you cut me up some? I'm like, you don't do that shit for Brown Sugar, dude. <laughs> like, like, oh. I feel like there's a lot of songs from a lot of artist from mm. when i was younger that i was like screaming at the top of my lungs in the back of my mom's car and now as an adult i'm like ooh, yep. um that's not what that song was about yeah uh, fuck, fuck the songs you see like the old cartoons i was oh like bro <laughs> we missed this shit as a kid like insane insane i'm like who green like this shit I know. You know. Who was like, this is fine. This is this is good. Kids will They're watch this. They're probably cracking up like, oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never know. But yeah. All right. So that was really it. I want to thank you again for coming on the podcast. Yeah, um, of course. Is there anything you want to say before you get off? Um, I- just in case it happens, I'm going to pitch my and Katie's podcast that we might bring back. Oh, really? Yeah. Same are- one or a different one? Same one, different okay. concept. Different concept. Um, okay, go. Not only movies that Katie has not seen, but movies Mm -hmm. that I have not seen. We are just going to discuss them. Uh, We're going to do questions, all this stuff. It's called Olivier and Rosé. We're keeping the name. We might change the logo. Very early talks. But just in case, it would be Olivier Rosé Pod is what all of our tags were, all of our handles. So when I do, when I edit this episode, I'm going to clip exactly what you just said and hold you guys to it. Okay. And I have to be a guest on your podcast. Oh, obviously. We hung out Perfect. last night and I was like, Katie, I don't know if I told you I'm gonna I'm doing a podcast with Sanjay tomorrow. And she was like, What? <laughs> Ask him about ours. Tell him I say hi. Tell him when we're back. He needs to be on it. And I was like, Yeah, he was 100%. supposed to be on it the first time. I know. And then you guys just stopped, but whatever. And then we just stopped. I didn't take it personal at all. <laughs> Nothing personal. No, no, See? <laughs> I'm gonna go listen to wait let's get over it it's the first song on the album and it's hyped so you do it <laughs> perfect all right rose thank you so much for coming on i appreciate it yeah and then until next time until next time until next time all right later awesome bye, bye.